One question I've heard asked quite frequently is how do you create a form without a database table backing it? So for example, let's say I have this application where you have an article, and what I want is a link down here that says, share this article. And then when they click that, they go to a form which allows them to submit some information to share the article over email. Now we don't want to store this in the database in this example, so how do we create a form for this without using the database? To keep things simple, let's first get this working with a normal model with a database table backing it, and then we'll work on removing that database backend. So to do this, let's first generate uh, some scaffolding. So I'm going to use my nifty scaffold generator here. And uh, let's create a new model here, a new resource, because what we want is to submit a new form, which is basically creating a resource. And what are we creating? Well, we're creating a recommendation. So we'll create a new model called recommendation. And this can have a from email address uh, to email address, uh, the article ID that we want to uh, re reference that we're sharing. And let's just throw in a message to, that's just text. And finally, uh, we just want the controller to have the new and create actions on it. Okay, so that generated a normal model and controller for us. And for now, let's just migrate the database even though we don't really want a database backend yet, but we'll roll this back later once we get things working. All right, so now that we have a controller, let's add a new link here, which goes to that new recommendation action. So here's the view for that page, and we can add a new link here called uh, share this article, and then this will go to the new recommendation path and pass in the article ID, which is current article. So that takes us straight to this recommendations controller new action which we generated earlier and what I want to do is pass in the article ID parameter so that will stay referenced through uh, the parameter that we passed in here. So we'll keep reference to the recommendations article ID here and then we'll hop into the view layer and what we want to do is turn this article ID attribute just into a little hidden field. So we're just passing it in the background, just like that. So now when we reload the page here, we have a share this article link, click it, and we get a nice little form for submitting a new recommendation for sharing an article. So that's all functioning properly, and if we created an article here, it would save it to the database, but we don't want to save it to the database, we just want to send an email. Okay, so that means in our controller, Nothing's forcing us to save a model to the database here. We can just check if it's valid. And that's a perfectly fine solution, but you're still required to have a database table. For example, let's try rolling back our migration we created earlier. If we run rake db rollback, this will actually drop that recommendations table. So that means we don't no longer have a database table called recommendations, which we can rely on because we want to create a table list model in this example. And then we should also remove the migration file called uh, createrecommendations.rb. And you can see if we try reloading this page here, we'll get an error because we can't find a table called recommendations. And this is because Active Record relies on every model having an associated table. So how do we create a model which doesn't have a database table backend? I've seen several different kinds of solutions to this problem, including several plugins that handle it, 
but I really like the solution presented on the CodeTunes blog that all you'd really do is just override a couple methods in your Active Record model. And then after you do this, then you could just define your columns manually here instead of having them specified in the database. So that means inside of our recommendation model in here, we just have to paste in these couple of methods. And then we can define our attributes using this column class method just like this. So we could say from email as a string and so on. And for each of these, it's very easy to do just like you would in your migration file. But here you're just defining them in the model without having a database backend. And that's it. So now when we reload this page, instead of getting the error message about the undefined table recommendations, we just get our form like we expect. So this way we defined our columns inside of our active record model in Ruby, instead of having them fetched from the database and using that to check them. Now you may be wondering, why are we using active record here if we're not using a database backend? We could quite easily actually create a class or a model which is not based on Active Record and have it work with Rails because Rails itself is quite decoupled from Active Record. You can, you know, just define some attributes and just have it work in the form without it using Active Record. However, I do like keeping it in Active Record in this cer certain situations because, for example, if we need validations. So, for example, what if we want to validate the format of the email address or the length of the message, then these kind of validations are very easy to add if we keep this as an active record model. So now if we try submitting a recommendation with an invalid email, then well we get our validation error messages just like we expect, even though we don't have a database backend. Another reason to stick with active record is associations. Even though we don't have a database, we can still have associations and use a few of the features such as uh, say belongs to article. And we can use this behavior for whenever we define an article ID, we can still uh, fetch the article object through the recommendation if we needed that functionality. And also build recommendations through articles. And that's pretty much it. We now have an active record model which behaves mostly like any other one but does not rely on a database backend because we're defining our columns manually in Ruby. And if we ever do accidentally call a method which ends up hitting the database and requiring that database table, well, we'll be sure to know because it will raise that exception that it raised earlier saying that table does not exist. So it's fairly easy and uh, to know if you accidentally hit the database and to work around that. Now, one thing to make this application complete is that when our recommendation is valid, we should send an email with that content in it. But I'm going to leave that as just not sending it for now because it's really out of the scope of this episode. But you may want to check out episode 61, which covers sending email. Now, before you go applying this episode's technique to all of your models and just skipping out on the database, really ask yourself, do I not want to store the records in the database? Because for me personally, I've never found a use for this technique. I prefer to store all the user submitted information in the database, even if I don't plan on using it. If nothing else, it serves as a good backup just in case my emailing system fails. And it's also a, a nice way to move into a queuing system, maybe if uh, the emailing becomes a problem, for example, so that I can 
spin up a separate process and then send an email using that information later on. So there are a number of reasons to keep the information in the database even if you're using some kind of emailing system already. But if you do find a legitimate case where you don't want a database backend for a model, hopefully you'll find this episode helpful.